This is Wednesday, July 13th. Let's jump straight to our scripture for today. It comes from Psalm 139, verse 23 to 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Now, one of the most beloved songs of the people of God, that's it, Psalm 139, it comes from David. There are two abrupt shifts of focus. The first comes as David turns from talking about how every day has been written in the book of his life by God before even one of them has come to be. And then he turns to say, If only you, God, would slay the wicked. That's Psalm 139, verse 19. (laughs) Now we like to think that that just comes from another song that maybe came to be attached to this one. The, The changing sounds so abrupt. Some mistake has been made. But we should know that this is a feature of the Psalms. While David is meditating on God's glory, his mind turns to those that oppose God, those that would destroy what the Lord loves. You see, we read this psalm as about David, and it is, but it's only secondarily about David. It's really about the glory of the Lord. You see, the Lord knows everything about him, and it's the Lord who made him, the Lord from whom we cannot hide. Yes, in thinking of the Lord, the evil of the wicked becomes even more clear for David. But he can't stop there. There seems to be a second turn, and he says, Search me, Lord. Why does he ask God to do this? He doesn't want anything to stand between him and the Lord. He longs for the way everlasting, as he calls it. I remember Sandy and I, as the fading months and the last couple of years of my dad's life, we were so privileged to get time with him. One of the things that God prompted in me during that time was thinking more deeply about the relationship, the nature of my relationship with my dad. In that final year before he died, I had the privilege of seeking his forgiveness. You see, in reviewing times that we had spent together, I could see that there were many times that I hadn't treated my father well. There were times of disrespect and dishonor, times I certainly was not proud of. God gave me his grace to see those moments for what they were, but he did something even more. He provided me the time to speak with my dad about them. I'm not sure my dad even remembered many of those situations and what had happened between us, but I, but he was grateful that I had come to him, and I was grateful for forgiveness and the kindness that he showed me when we spoke together. You see, as I read David, I see this love for God. He wants to leave nothing unresolved, nothing between him and the Lord. His meditation on God's glory not only opened his eyes to those that stood against God, but he knew he was among them. And so he asked God to reveal his own heart to him. He wanted to be stripped of the sin in his life. You see, this is a sign of the presence of God in our lives. We no longer don't deny our sin. Instead, we want it resolved and removed, even though it may be painful. As the Lord searches David, David likely will become aware of sin he hasn't even seen before. Sin below the surface of his action. 
sin that had become repressed and remained unresolved. But the good news is, he can be free of it. You see, God saves us. He saves us before we even come to him. And then he continues that saving work to the end. I like the way the Apostle Paul spoke of this. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Philippians 1.6 Yes, the work of God has begun in us, but God's purpose is to conform us to the image of Christ, to the character of Christ, to make us like Jesus. Even after the garden is planted, the weeds need to be cleared so that the fruit can come. And this is what God is doing in our lives. Our part is as David's. To make ourselves subject to the work of God's grace through confession and repentance. Search me, O God. Do a gracious but thorough search of me and bring to light what needs to come to, into the light that the fullness of your grace might rest on me. Let's pray. Father, forgive us for staying where we are when we can come to you. Forgive us for accepting second best when we can have the fullness of Christ. Pour your grace into our lives so that we might be free. In the name of Jesus, amen.